Yo, what's good, extended fam? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. <laughs> yeah. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I recommend a computer. We're professionals here. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Try to catch me slipping there. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Chip. What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Flaw 700, and welcome to the Podcast Brothers Presents the 700 Block Podcast. And this is the way we will be doing it going forward until me and the bro can come up with a schedule for us to work together. A little schedule change. But, you know, the show must go on. And this is the first episode of this little spinoff. Well, the 700 block been out. You know, I stopped doing it for a minute. But um, as far as a spinoff and just being a little brother to the podcast, Brothers Podcast, I'm going to be doing this for now. Like I said, until me and bro get a schedule into when we can drop like episode 175. You know, I just didn't want to continue to just be like podcast, brothers, episode this, that and the third. And he's not here. So I say, hey, man, I just bring back the 700 block. Why not? And I, then I get a lot of love and, um, you know, what I mean, people come through and kick it with me to help me out on the podcast. And I have a lovely lady joining me today. She is a returning guest. She was on the podcast, Brothers podcast last year, and she brought the boys some cupcakes that was mighty delicious. She's here today to talk about not only the cupcake business that, um, you know, she started, but also the changes that she's made. And I've seen the growth and I reached out to her. I said, I got to have you on because you're doing you're doing some different things. I ain't never see you act like this. You done boost. You done stepped your game up. So, ladies and gentlemen, joining me on the block this afternoon, I got Naja in the building. Hey. Did I get it right? Yes, you got it right. You got it right. Boy, I had to say your name like a million times. <laughs> like I need to, because I'm bad with names. I just am. It just is what it is. When you know your flaw, you just embrace it. And you let people know, hey, listen, this ain't what I'm good at. Right. I can do everything else good, but remember names. I've been in situations where, you know, people might know my name. And I'd be like, well, how do you know my name? Because I don't know yours. And you might have told me, <laughs> but you got to tell me a few times. This is the way I get down. We all got a flaw. We do. How's everything with you? How was your mental health and how was your week? My week was very long. Mm -hmm. Mentally, I feel very strong right now. Um, But my week was very long. I had a lot of work to do outside of my nine to five. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a few orders uh, with my baking business and um, also just trying to get things done um, with my YouTube channel as well. So you're going to talk about all of that. Yeah. So it's been a very long week. What about you? Oh, man. Thanks for asking. How's my uh, health and mental? Uh, how's my mental health and week? Uh, man, life is good. I will say that. No complaints. Uh, things are moving into the right direction for me as far as my business goes, as far as, you know, business-wise. And um, what has happened this week? Hey, these scratch-offs, man. Is <laughs> Like, I spend wild bread on these scratch-offs. I'll be buying, like, the $5 scratch-offs, really? the $10 scratch-offs, because I watch HGTV, and I'm starting to think that show is fake, and because they just be winning wild bread off of it, and then they go buy them t- uh, houses. So, yeah. you know, I want parts. <laughs> but, you know, it's been brought to my attention. Not been brought to my attention, but I just noticed, man, like, 
my coworkers, the people around me, they're winning thousands of dollars. Wow. They're winning five hundred dollars. Wow. And I'm not winning anything. I think they got I think they know something I don't know. Do they do it regularly? Hey, they do it all the time. So mm-hmm. I know that they put more money in than they yeah. get. But one of my friends, one of my coworkers, man, off a five dollar scratch off, he made a, a G. Wow. And you know what I mean? My other guy, they know how for some reason they always get the five hundred dollars. Like so if you spend ten to twenty dollars right. on the ticket, they seem to always scratch that five hundred off. Wow. But now do keep in mind the money you spend trying to get that five hundred. So sometimes you might spend five hundred dollars worth of scratch offs, then you get five hundred. True. But I'd rather spend like ten dollars a day or however many how much money you spend per day and not really notice it's gone and get that big five hundred dollar uh payday. Yeah. I mean it's definitely a gamble. Definitely is. And you gotta in order to win, you have to gamble. That's just the way I see things. So with that being said, man, unless I'm glad you came through and Thank you for having me. The last time we talked, you talked about your bakery. And I know that you said that there's been a little update. So talk to us about tell us the name of your bakery one more time and tell us what's going on with that right now. So my bakery, well my baking business or baking pastry business. business. Yeah. <laughs> pastry business is called Pipe It Up Pastries. And um I believe last time I was I was telling you guys that I got into it. Um, after I had gotten into a really bad car accident mm-hmm. and um, I asked God what he, what he wanted me to do in that time that I was home. And, you know, the order just kept, kept coming in after um, I had made pastries for an event. Now, this was, wasn't something that I was doing. I wasn't baking before. I wasn't I didn't I never went to a culinary arts school. Um, God just gave me the gift of being a creative. And um, this is just one of the ways that I show that creativity. I seen something last night. You did an event last night. Or was it? Um, it was some. It was my cousin's, um, my younger cousin's birthday party. She had a birthday party at um, a local spot in Trenton, and um, her mom came to me and said, "Hey, you know, your little cousin's having a party." She put in an order. I like the fact that she didn't ask for a discount. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really sometimes um, I try to do that without people knowing, and they're they're looking at me like I don't think this is the price, and they still overpay me. So. Um, I'm just grateful for that. But yeah, it was my little cousin's, um, birthday, 24th birthday party. And her mom came to me and asked me to do her candy table. Um, normally I get orders, you know, might be like cupcakes or cake pops, like something here or there. And they put a candy cable, um, candy table together. But, um, she wanted me to do the whole entire spread. So I was happy to do that. I was up to three o'clock in the morning for a few days. But. Shout out to family for not asking for the discount. Just ask for the business and you never know. We might just bless you, you with something. You never know. You never know. So you said you were up till three in the morning. Oh, yeah. For like uh, about two, three days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that wasn't the only order I had. I had another order for a baby shower, too. Business so. is booming. So business is doing good. Definitely. Thank God. Thank business God. Business is doing good. Thank God. So uh, it's tax season. It is tax season. And I saw, and this is how I, I saw that you, like, you've kind of, like, moved on. Not moved on, but I'm going to stick my hands in so many different things. I'm not just going to be, right. you know what I mean, pipe it up, pastries. I'm going to do some other things. Because I got a lot of talent. You know, don't don't just zero in on one thing. Yeah. I'm on YouTube browsing and boom. I said, I know this person. Like, looks familiar. What you got going on here? And um, I seen one of the videos you were talking about, you know, I think the five things you should do with your tax return and things of that nature. Yeah, it was uh, 10 smart ways. 10 smart ways. Yeah, 10 smart ways to spend your tax refund. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So when did you come up with that? Like, first off, tell us what the YouTube channel was about. 
what's the name of the YouTube channel, how they can find it, what sparked you to start a YouTube channel, and what is mostly on there so the people know what to expect. So they can subscribe. (laughs) Facts, you can subscribe. So um, my YouTube channel is called Ooh La La Nash. And that's Ooh la la. Yes, Ooh la la Naj. Um, honestly, that's been a name that I stuck with since maybe MySpace days. Mm. That was just a name, you know. You know how they have like my, you know, www.myspace, you know, and then it has yeah. that slash and your whatever your name is. Yeah, Ooh la la Naj been a name, you know, for years. Um, You're more I, mature than me because I'm happy. Like me, when people <laughs> ask me for my email, I yeah. still go woof. I'm glad I'm not the person <laughs> I used to be. Like everything was just crazy for me like yeah. all my old names i'm oh glad i'm not gosh. that person no more <laughs> <laughs> so, like my facebook name my emails that i use yeah. all that stuff is nah now it's i'm more simple. mature it's simple now oh, yeah it's <laughs> my name it's yeah it's my name it's my right. area code it's just, it's a number yeah. right mm-hmm. so that that has been a name uh that i identify with since myspace days and i actually um just carried it on like that's my instagram name as well Ooh la la underscore Naj. So when I created my um, YouTube channel, I was like, well, let me just stick with it because I do have people who always see me out that don't know me and they'll say yeah. like, ooh la la, or they'll say, ooh la la Naj or something like that. And I'd be like, are they really calling me my Instagram <laughs> name? So I was like, okay, well, then I'll just uh, keep this name going since people already know it. So um, the reason why I started a YouTube channel is because um, I love to learn. I love to learn. I love to read. I love to talk to different people. Just, you know, I like to just draw um, knowledge from other people and in return share the wisdom and knowledge that, you know, God gave me or that I learned through experiences as well. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm really not a talker, to be honest. Mm, um, me neither. Regardless <laughs> of how many podcasts I'm on, I'm not a talker. Right. I'm not a talker. And um, a year ago, a friend of mine had gifted me a uh, vlogging camera because you know, something Emmy was saying, you know, maybe you should start YouTube and just share these experiences. And um, so, I don't know, I let, like, fear and all these, you know, doubt and all these different things kind of hinder me from starting the channel. And um, when the end of last year came in December, I was like, okay, what am I going to do for the new year? Like, what things, you know, what type of operations am I going to be involved in um, just basically utilizing the gifts that God gave me. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I wasn't a talker, but I had um, last, what was it? Last uh, fall, I had prayed to God and I was like, um, God, help me find my voice in you, okay, um, so to speak. So I feel like that was like the start of the whole YouTube thing. So in January, I was talking to my friends like, oh, should I start like in March? I was like, oh, I should start in June, like for the rest of the <laughs> half of the year. You know what I'm saying? push it out. Right. Like. And my friends was like, no, you should have started it yesterday. Like <laughs> yesterday. It doesn't matter like what the content is right now. You just need to get started. Yeah. So, um, so I basically started the YouTube channel just like I said, to, to share um, knowledge or wisdom with um you know, other people, it doesn't matter the race, it doesn't matter the gender, mm-hmm. um, whatever I'm learning, I'm passing on. So I initially said I'm going to uh, reach an audience that is uh, addicted to leveling up. Mm-hmm. So on Tuesdays, I have a segment called Transparency Tuesdays, where I just give advice on relationships, uh, self-awareness, um, faith, just all those type of things. And on 
Fridays, I have a segment called Figuratively Speaking, where I talk all things money. Mm. Now, if you go to my channel, actually, if you if you search Slim0103, you can find my channel. And I guess it was because I had a YouTube account for, for a lot of years, so it just kind of kept that same one. My channel is called Ooh La La Nash. But if you go to my channel, you'll find more finance videos than anything, but that's because um, I'm on a debt-free journey right now. So everything that I learned... I'm sharing because nobody taught me this, these mm-hmm. things. I'm reading and I'm watching um, YouTube videos or, you know, friends send me stuff. Or, and I have friends that are on, the journey, on this journey too. So any nuggets that I get, I formulate it into a video and then I share it with other people because knowledge is key. Yes, yeah, fact. I'm on my, you know, journey as well, especially financially. And I was talking uh, last week, I had an uh, episode with... Um, one of my host co-hosts, Killer K, and we was talking about how this generation, like you and I, yeah, we're the generation that we know, and we're still learning to pass it on to the future, right? And even to the ones before us, because it's like the ones before us kind of like didn't have no type right. of information, right? Like it was there, like they had, the, like maybe if you went to a library or something, like information has always right. been in books, right? But now we got digital books; they're on our phone. Yeah. There's no excuse for us not to read. Right? We got YouTube. There's no excuse for us not to learn. Nothing. Yeah, knowledge is more accessible to us. So I hear what you're saying that it wasn't taught to you, and now we're teaching it. Now right. we want to reap the benefits of what we're learning. Yeah. But it is a it is. A thing to where we might not actually reap the benefits of that's true. what we're actually learning, that's true. but we're giving it to the future. That's true. That's true. And I feel like it's kind of, I don't know, it's a seesaw with that because I feel like the upcoming generation is like half and half. Most of them are on the same wave that we're on and trying to learn and, you know, just try to make our futures better. Uh, and then you got another you know, another half that is kind of spoiled and mm. they just want to give it yeah. to them. So I feel like we're in the, we're in the in-between, like, you know, the generations before us, they kind of are stuck in their ways. Like, you know, yeah. they learned or yeah. they didn't learn. You and know, what they know is, is the what way. they know. Yeah. And we are kind of more flexible. And mm-hmm. then we have this upcoming generation that's just like, they want to hand it to them, but we going to cultivate <laughs> some it's, more flexibility. It's definitely tough because having... <laughs> Having two older kids, you know, my son's 18 and I have a 16-year-old daughter and it gets to a time, it's going to get to a time, especially for my 18-year-old, where you're going to have to do some things on your own. You know, right. you can't call right. me for everything. Right. But we don't prepare for that because we spoiled our kids right yeah. because we want what we didn't have. Right, exactly. Which is to have, you know, the parents, both parents in their lives yeah. to give them what they need because we brought them here. So we're going to take care of you. Right. But eventually that kind of slows down. It doesn't stop. It never stops. Yeah. There's a balance. There's right. a balance. So I've put books into my kids' hands. Now, will they read them? That's another <laughs> thing. I like I used to be on them every day. They just start reading, just start reading. And they might have started, but right. I don't know if they're into it. But you, I also you planted the seed though. You planted the seed. And that's all I can do. Now just let allow God to water it. <laughs> Cause, right, because I can be on some man, I wish I was I wish I had books. Right. At a, but I did. Yeah. I just didn't apply. I didn't go to them. But you got to your season where you were like, okay, this is, you know, this is, this was there and now mm-hmm. I can operate in this. So mm-hmm. they're going to reach their season where they're going to need that information. They're always going to go back to it just because you plant, you planted the seed already. Yeah. So it's going to come full circle. Now me, right. As far as, cause I, I brought up your tax video. Oh yeah. Right. And I'm doing, I'm definitely working on my credit. Right. Yeah. It was. It came a time in my life last year. I needed some bread, right? Mm-hmm. It was. It's, it's. It's hard to tell your kids no because you don't have it. Yeah. It's easy to tell them no just because you want to. 
Right. No, I don't want no, you're not right. no nope, not buying it. But when you know you can't afford it, it's like, nah, fam, you better than that. Right. You know I mean, you don't bring kids into this world and you just can't do the bare necessities. Right. So I went and I took a loan out, right? And I didn't they told me what the um like the stipulations of it. What the stipulations yeah. are, you know what I mean, what I would owe them back. But I didn't hear nothing. I just like, yo, give of me this course. bread so I can get to work and right. and I've been straight ever since. Now I get direct deposit and they and they automatically mm-hmm. take it out. Take their withdraw their bread. Yeah. So they've been doing that for about um eight hundred no, uh well, well the loan was for eight hundred and forty dollars, right? Uh-huh. And I was successfully making payments, eight payments to be exact. So right. I was getting paid biweekly. So that's two payments a month that they were getting for me faithfully. Right. So I never logged into my account to check to see what type of, imp- what, like, is the money going down, whatever, whatever the case may yeah. be. So now, you know, I get a little bread. And I'm just like, hey, yo, yo, peoples, I'm ready to pay off this loan. What I owe you? Now, keep in mind, I took a loan out for $840. Mm-hmm. They say, uh, I say, so how much do I owe you? It's like, you owe us like 100 and 830. I said, 830? Wasn't the loan for like 840? I've been paying you for six months. Wow. For what, however long. Right. And they just was like, it was a 500, 500%. I can't think of the word, the name, but you basically. Interest? Probably. I think that's what it was. I don't know if that's wow. what they said. Yeah. But basically, I signed my I signed my life over to a 500 percent interest. Wow! And I'm Did like, so what, fam? Was this New Jersey? Uh, I don't know. It oh. was. I called oh. them. Oh, okay, I just okay. called them, like, and okay. you know, like, yo, I want parts of this. I, I, I need some bread. They can do that. And so I made wild payments. I basically did the math, and I've paid almost nine hundred dollars on a loan that was only for eight, and I still owe almost nine. What? So they was like, basically, really only that. a few of the dollars actually went to the loan. The rest went to... The interest. The interest what yeah. it went to. <gasps> wow. I was like, yo, that's messed up, fam. What? You, you was going back like, let me read the terms. <laughs> yeah, like, like, and I just remember, but it was the state that I was in mentally. It was just like, uh, yeah. I need something now, and I didn't care what yeah. they... I don't. I didn't care what they were telling me. He's like, yo, you know it's going to be a thousand dollar percent... Yeah. Um, joint and I would have still did it because at that time yeah. I wanted something then. Because when you're thirsty, you drink when anything. You, yeah, okay. yeah. When you when you when you in desperate when you yeah. in desperate times calls for desperate measures. Desperate measures, yes. I'm going to tell and I say that to say this: don't do it. No. Go to a family member, and that might be tough too. But or no, that's that's. What? That's, that's no. just as bad. That's just as bad. I'm, I'm against borrowing, I, and I know that sometimes we do fall on hard times, but. I would rather you hustle to get the money yeah. than borrow. I'm against borrowing at this point. I don't do it either. I don't do it. I, honestly, it's, I would, I go to my mom, though, honestly. I'm just, she's the only person. I'm like, yo, mom, hard times. But she know I'm going to give it back to her. But she's the only person I feel comfortable yeah. you know, asking. I don't ask nobody right, for that. Right. Um, and me not being in that stage now, of course, it's easy for me to look back and be like, I shouldn't have did it. I actually did it for a reason. Yeah, you feel yeah, what I'm saying? So, yeah. But... Learn from your boy. <laughs> it's not worth it. I gave whatever, whatever company this is, I think it's called Loan at Last, but they business out there. I gave them wild <laughs> bread, a lot of money that I could have used to invest in a business or right. whatever, plan a trip, go somewhere, enjoy life. Yeah, you could have flipped your money and had that money in your pocket. 
Yes. And I don't now because after talking to the lady, I was like, you know what? Listen, man, I'm just about to pay this off. Take this extra bread. So they basically made about 1600 off me. They basically wow. double. They basically yeah. doubled their money. That's, doubled that's their crazy. Bread. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So financial freedom. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about when it. When did that become a thing? And just like I say about 10 minutes ago, we're the generation that's kind of like, you mean to tell me I can be rich? That's a fact. You mean I to tell me that. I can make some bread? So now we're trying to figure it out because going into adulthood, it yeah. was get a job. Right. It was just get a, get some money. And then it became, don't worry about how much money you make an hour. Worry about the insurance. Right. Now it's becoming, what the, what am I doing here? See, the thing about it is I there's a myth <laughs> out there yeah. that only a certain <clears throat> race has access mm, talk about it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> only a certain race has access to um the knowledge on becoming wealthy yeah. and that is not true mm-hmm. that is a myth the information is out there but people don't want to get it they don't want to read they don't want to read they don't want to research and the information is out there it's, mm-hmm. it's really out there but honestly like i said um the because everything has become so easy to, you know, access, yeah. people want things the easy way. Yeah. They don't want to work for it. They don't want to, you know, cultivate their mind and, you know, do different things, do what everybody else is not doing, you know, to achieve the goal that they want to achieve. Mm-hmm. But honestly, they only, they're only saying that a certain race has that knowledge. But, okay, say there is a 1%. But you're not willing to do what that 1% is doing. You're still doing what the 99% is doing. Mm -hmm. And you're going to reap the 99% results. Right. So you got to be able to, uh, what Dave Ramsey says, you have to live like no one else. Meaning now, you know, don't live like other people live or with the mindset that other people have so that later on you can live like no one else. Mm. So that's like really a go-to quote for me. Um, that's what I, I mean. It, it being having financial freedom um, or finding peace financially is obtainable. When did you? When did that become a thing for you, though? Because I remember me. I remember I was. I'm already working. Mm-hmm. Already got kids, right? So I'm yeah. just thinking I'm doing a thing. But then when I realized that this wasn't, I think what else got me to was was me hearing what they were doing with the elderly social security. Wow. And it's just like, wait a minute. So it's a chance that some of these people might not get paid. Right. And then do, do, did they make enough to mm-hmm. live off of? Mm-hmm. And then when you see people no. who retire and they no. go get part-time jobs because they can't take care, they, they can't live comfortably at the retirement. Right. So you sit back and you go, so you mean to tell me I'm supposed to work for umpteen years and still struggle? <laughs> I don't think it's supposed to work that way. Now, if you tell me I'm going to work and put all these years in and then when I hit 60-something, whatever the age is, I can live comfortably. I might want to do that. Might maybe, but me, what I'm doing now, let's just say I wasn't hustling. I wasn't into financial uh, freedom and just going to work. And if I didn't do my 401k the way they should, another side note, when I was doing my 401k, they told me to increase it, the actual website. Right. Mm -hmm. But if I was to increase it to what they told me to, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be able to make a living from week to week. Right. How am I supposed to pay the bills today? If I'm putting everything in my 401k, Wow. But they're telling me that what's in my 401k is not enough for me to retire off of. Let, can I address that? Talk to me. 
this is what I love because this is thing. These are things that I'm topics that I'm learning right now. So this is what I love, and it gets me kind of hype. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay, let me let me address the whole retirement thing first. Um, What's well, all in one? Okay, so um, to answer your question, no, your 401k and you know. I, well, that is your retirement fund, I guess, so to speak. Um, it's not enough for you to live off on. It's not. Say, you know, you worked at a job and it's time for you to retire. And say you have like $100,000 in your 401k. Mm-hmm. Or I could say two hundred. I don't care. People live off $100,000 per year. So you think that that's supposed to last you from when you retire till you die? Yeah. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's not going to work. So... The thing about it is <clears throat> when I'm, I'm not I'm not going to say, hey, you know, put money to the side and save up for your retirement, you know, to put with your 401k. Well, first of all, I don't know if everyone knows that your 401k is taxed. So mm. when you take it out, you're going to get taxed on that. So mm. you're not even going to get what you think you see, mm-hmm. you know. On your little account, and it's like, oh yeah, I'm about to have this. I know you can't wait to see yeah, what no. they look, what that, what, what that check look like at the, at the taxes. taxes. Exactly. And she said 200k. Come on. <laughs> So I mean, Uncle so let, so I'm gonna address that just in, just in case there are people who are listening who are going to retire soon. Um, I would transfer that 401k to an, uh, a Roth IRA account mm. so that you don't have to put the taxes. If you transfer it over, um, you won't have to pay the taxes. Plus, your money um, is like an investment, so you'll make money on top of the money that you put in. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a good start. Um, and that's that's a good thing for those who are debt free right now too. You can start the Roth IRA account um, as well. Put money into that so that once you get, you know, say you turn sixty five and you got the four hundred one k, you transfer it in. You've been putting money in your Roth IRA account since you know you was thirty five, and you come out and say say you almost had a million dollars. Like you about to mm. live, you about to live mm-hmm. the good life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you can't increase increase your um 401k right now unless you are debt free honestly okay um if you're debt free and you have um three to six months of expenses like you know your normal expenses like say you lost your job Mm -hmm. you have three to six months expenses depending on your situation um saved up in your bank account and and you're debt free already Mm because you're debt free first and then (laughs) you do the expenses um if you got that then you can put your money. You can. I, I was. I think Dave Ramsey says fifteen percent of your income should go, um, not into your four hundred one k, but between your four hundred one k, like max it, whatever yeah. the max is, and then whatever is rest. You know, the rest of the fifteen percent put in a Roth IRA account, so you'll have both. Now you're going to transfer that over to your Roth IRA account, and you will. You'll have non taxable money. Mm. Okay, so you Talk need that to non taxable money stuff. Because I'm not giving the government nothing, period. <laughs> <laughs> so you, it's steps to becoming wealthy, but you got to take care of that debt first. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, and you can't hustle backwards because if you try to make this, you know, people would try to like they'll have debt and then they'll try to invest and they get this money or whatever, but then they just they still have debt. So mm-hmm. you're just hustling backwards, just like get the debt paid off and then invest. So you have the the free money that you would be spending to. Um, to pay the debt off, you, now you have free money because you're debt free, and now you can save it, and then now you can invest it, and then you can live wealthy and be able to help others. Do you remember the show Married with Children? No. Before your time? 
No, 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 no. I don't. I never watched it. But you know. Yeah, yeah. Right. So the the main character was a shoe salesman. Mm. His wife didn't work. He had two teenage kids and they had a dog. They had a huge house and he took care of every bill and gave them money when he wanted. I think he had. He just, you know, his wife was one of those. I want shoes. I want to go shopping. Right. But I seen a meme one time a few days ago and it was just like, yo, at one time, one man working in a a shoe salesman provided his whole entire family house bills yeah wife and kids we're not in those times no we're not in those times so like the 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 it's it's changing the currency the money the values changing yeah and they and they keep saying yo we're creating jobs but you're not creating jobs for nobody to live off of like that's true like there is plenty of jobs that's true they can open a walmart now and create how many jobs is in Walmart? See, that's how they do it. They'll create a big store where you got to right. hire thousands of employees. Right. And they'll say, listen, man, we've put 80,000 people to work. Right. But how much are they making? That's true. They're not making enough to survive. So In degrees. Right. <laughs> First it was you need a high school diploma. Then it was the degrees. And now degrees aren't even, you know, ranking that high as far as jobs. Especially in New Jersey. In these rich states. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, we're coming to the. We're definitely coming to the understanding. Like a, a lot of these people that has been that, that have been using people to make them rich. Something's eventually is going to happen because I I know at my job it's hard for them to hire kids, especially out of college, because yeah. the thinking is I'm gonna create an app. Right. I'm gonna go into business for myself, and right. that's the mentality. So, and at the end of the day, and you know what they're thinking? We about to get machines to replace them anyway. That's true. so. That's you, true. if you're listening to this, if you're watching this. If you think that you're going to go work somewhere for 30, 40 years, think again. Right. They're working on robots to replace this anyway. You need to find your, you need to figure out what your gifts are and Absolutely. work them. Absolutely. Find your lane and work it. Just like when, um, you know, as you said, you were up till three in the morning working on them cupcakes because yeah. it's my passion. I love yeah. this. Like, yeah. I'm not going to complain at all. Right. You know what I'm saying? When I sit here on Sundays from noon to whenever I'm done, I'm doing podcasting because I found something that I like. Yeah. You know, when I'm in the gym, I'm in there because I found something that I like. Yeah. Now, so uh, we've also discussed, you know, you uh, you said you also discussed self-awareness and relationships on your uh, YouTube channel. Yes. What was the first rela- relationship-related topic you <laughs> felt you had to touch on? Like, so when you, you know, hit record, you were just like, yo, I got to do this. The first one um, was... <laughs> Situationships. <laughs> I see a lot of people. Hey, I see a lot of situationships is the go to. That seemed to be the thing. Yes, yeah, situationships was the first topic, and honestly, I, I kind of wrestled with what I wanted the first topic to be. Um, but this one just kept coming up, and I'm like, really? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> why this one right now? And I know a lot of people do not want to talk about those type of things, but it's very um, relevant right now. Okay. So I was like, yeah, that's, let's just put this out there. And honestly, I mean, I've been through a situationship before. I've been in a relationship that felt like a situationship, which is still a re- situationship. Um, and I just know so many people who are in or have been in their past. And honestly, if you've never been in one, I wanted you to, to watch the video and say, hey, these are the signs. Yeah, I'm not being involved in that type of thing. So sometimes a situationship, you can actually volunteer. That's the truth. 
you can actually volunteer to be in it because you like you feel like I want to be a part of your life somehow. Yeah. And then you might get into it and you realize. I kind of discussed that too. I was, I really didn't put blame on the person. Mm-hmm. I, I was helping people to see like what the things that they do that yeah. sets the tone that makes you know the outcome become a situationship actually. Because you could talk to somebody and be like, "Yo, tell me what you want." Yeah. And you tell them what you want, and they go, "Okay." I'm going to oblige because I want to be a part of your life. And then a few months down the line, they might have a change of heart. And you'd be like, well, this is what we talked about. Right. So situationships are very sticky. And situationships, relationships, like any situation that you're in, I think that it's okay to look at the person in the mirror. That's that's a fact. And, you know what I mean? See what you did wrong. Because if you come out this situation ship like, ah, oh, you lied to me and you did this. Right. Things, things could happen. They're, you could be in a situation ship, like you said, that you might not know you in and you really think you're in this relationship. Right. Now, I don't know if this was fake or not, but I saw a clip a few weeks ago of Bow Wow mm-hmm. arguing with a young lady. And one of the, 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 I forgot what they said verbatim, but she he was like, Who's in a relationship? She was like, we are. He was like, huh? He says, when? Yeah. Now, I don't know if he let her on. I don't know why she thought that. You see what I'm saying? So well, it, it, it could be situations where y'all are around each other and yeah. you're like, yo, this is it. And you're doing everything relationship-like. Right. But and it's no it's no real concrete evidence that y'all in a relationship. Or honestly, ladies not going to like this, but um, we are very emotional beings. And sometimes we create scenarios in our mind that aren't true. Like if a, a man didn't clearly state um, that he wanted to pursue you or wanted to be in a relationship with you, um, if he didn't really clearly state his intentions and all of those things, like sometimes even if his actions show differently, we'll just go off of that. And that's not it's not healthy. <laughs> and then, at, you know, once we done gave too much too soon, now we're looking like, you know, I thought we was in a relationship. But did he ever say that? Mm. And I will say that, men, you know, we got to stop playing them games yeah. too as well because I think some men know what they're doing. True. And just like you said, you're, we're doing everything that relationship couples do. Yeah. We just don't have the title and we can pull out at any time because yeah. we never said, hey, we're yeah. in a relationship. But boy. But that's why you have to know your worth. I think that's going to be my Tuesday segment. How to know your worth um, and stop settling. Uh, I think that's oh, going to be Tuesday. Yeah, we because when you know your worth, you could pinpoint those type of you know those type of things that's showing you hey this might not be um good for me you know what i'm saying so i mean that that's just how i feel when you know your worth you know what you're not going to tolerate you know what you're not going to entertain and uh you know what you want and what you expect and anything that's not that walk away from it i don't disagree with you and i can't wait to watch that video but let's talk about that a little bit right okay know your worth but have you ever been i don't want to say in love but have you ever been like in lust? Uh huh. I'm glad you said it that way because a lot of people think they're in love. That's they not, don't know that's what not lust in love. Is. That's not in love. <laughs> right. That's not in love. Right. You're in lust. In lust, yes. And just like I said about five minutes ago, there's just somebody, there's somebody out there, right, that will make you not, I, I don't want to say second guess your worth, but it can make you forget about it a little bit. That's like, true. I really am interested in you and I'm willing to put up with anything you throw at me. Even change who I am. Oh, man. Like a whole different person because you're happy that you are like, I'm happy right. that you that I can be a part of your life somehow. Right. You know? Because um, honestly, we're all looking for love. Yeah. From the person we want it from, too. True. Because we only accept the love we think we deserve. Yeah. 
Like, like you might not be my type. Like, right. yes, I'm available. And I want somebody to love me, but not you, though, because you don't look like my type. So, no. So, right. That's that's just a, a and, and that's and that's. Huh? I'm going to do a am segment. I spark, am I'm I helping a, you? Spark yes, I'm going to do a always? segment on that, too. I'm going to do it for the ladies, though, because um, I want to speak to the ladies. But I'm going to do one on the man you want versus the man that you need. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know where I'm at with that. As far as on the other side, yeah. it's a balance because I think we all have like a preference. Yeah. And I don't know if your preference has always been bingo. You know what I mean? That's that's the truth. That's I don't truth. know if the person that you visualize in your head is actually going to be the one. Yeah. And I spoke about this before on the podcast where women, I think, might settle more than men. That's true. Like the women will be like, OK, out of 10 things, six things might be trash about you. But I'll work on the four. I only focus on the four. Right. But like I said, that's, that comes with not knowing your worth, though. A man, when you're settling. Well, that's true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That is true. And what the, and that's why the relationships don't work. <laughs> right. Because they just be like, all right, I'll work with you. And then, <laughs> you know then it's like, why, is there, why are they like this? And it's like, uh, they've been like that. But you accepted it because you yeah. were so yeah. thirsty. And I said this on the podcast, too. Like a woman, well, it'll be 10 things that a man like in a woman, right? Mm-hmm. And she'll do nine things great, but the one thing she gets wrong, men focus on that and be like, oh, I can't be with you. You know what? I think that women um, show more grace than men um, as far as like when they see a man and like you said, if he has 10, if you have a list of 10 things you require in a man or whatever, and he's lacking in six and he only, you know, is good at the four, you know, women are like. Oh, we see like we we look at potential. We fall in love with we right, fall in love right. with potential, right. even though we may not ever. Men don't care about potential. We yeah, need, we need to hit record yeah, right concrete. now. Yes, yes. So I feel like women have like you know more grace and flexibility when it comes to seeing. Um, I'm not gonna. I don't want to say. <laughs> I don't want to say like that. Like. <laughs> Let's just say there's a man and he is lacking in certain areas um, and he just hasn't come to the man that, you know, guys call him to be. And sometimes we will be like, well, maybe this a change or, you know, or I can help him. We, we are natural helpers. Like God created yeah. us to be helpers. Yeah. So when we see that they lack something, we automatically want to help in that area. So we already like him. We think he look good. He smell good. He keep his hygiene up. And then we go to our list of, you know more concrete things like his character and things like that. And we say, Oh, well he lacking in this, but since I'm, since I have knowledge on this, I can help him out. I can polish him up, but it's not our job to polish him up per se. It's really his job. You know what I'm saying? Cause he's the leader. Once we get into a relationship to polish us, but I'm, I'm going to say that we, I wouldn't say we're settling, but it's just that we are natural, um, I don't want to say fixers, but natural uh, problem solvers. Like we want to come and help. We want to help so bad. <laughs> two, and, and, and two things I'll say about, well, do you curse? Yes. Okay. I don't <laughs> curses. I don't want to say nothing crazy and be like, oh my God, my, my virgin ears. I don't say that. Yeah, but no, no, no. I've known women, and because you say that, right? Mm-hmm. I've known women to be faithful to their man when sex ain't great. I was yes. going to say you got a little dick, but, I don't but when the sex ain't great, yeah. they just be like, I work with it because yeah. they want something. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So the women are the masters at, ah, yeah. I work with it. Yeah. And I don't think we'll do that yeah. at all. We like will work this, with like it. the second 
Sounds like you. <laughs> that's the truth. I've done that. That's, okay. Yeah, done I was that. about to say, it sounds like you've been there. Honestly, I mean, this is another story for another time. But I, at, at some point in my relationships, I was addicted to people who had, you know, situations where they lacked something. And, like, I was addicted to, like, being needed. So it didn't matter if they lacked in that area because I wanted to help them in that area. And, that's, so, and that was something good at, too, as well. I think yeah. women, where they see a problem child and they go... Let me right because me personally, it's going to be hard for me to explain this. I don't know how, but only I can I can feel it. And I can live it right. right. I'm living it. I think that a lot of people think I'm so put together mm-hmm. that they don't mm. bother. You understand? Because yeah. I'm not a project. Yeah, and even if I am, yeah. I'm so self efficient. That's a, I'm going mm-hmm. to work. I'm working on myself. That's a that's a that's a thing too. Sometimes women won't go because they're attracted to dysfunction and yeah. if they see someone who's already whole and but the only re- only way that they won't run to that is if they're not whole themselves mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you know how people say i want to find my other half like you're a whole and yeah. you're going to fa- find another whole person that's going to be a healthy yeah. relationship not you're going to find once you say that you want to find your other half or yeah. this is my better half you mm-hmm. are already telling yourself that you're not whole and I'm telling I'm telling the people now, man, whatever I decide to get into, don't I'm not your project. Like if I'm messed like I get it. Yeah. Women are by nature is what y'all do, yeah. but I am not your project. I don't need you in that way. Yeah. So That's and it. you gotta listen to listen to, you know, your partner. If I if, if if they're telling you they're good, you know, step back and let them do their thing. Yeah, they'll let you know. Honestly. And, they and, should. If, they, and if they don't, because not all people will, mm-hmm. but if they don't, ask questions. That's Facts. your partner. Ask questions. Facts. Now, if you re- if you listen to the Seven Hundred Block podcast, you know that I have a few segments on there, and I like to bring those back. Now, I sent you two topics <laughs> to uh to whip up. Now, I don't know what they are. They're on you, but we can go back and forth. Like whatever you say, I might have my you know my thoughts. Okay. Just like you can have your thoughts right, on mine. Right, right. The second is called the block is hot. That's right, folks. I play off the podcast. This is the 700 Block Podcast, and we're going to talk about what's hot on the block, meaning what we think is hot right now and what's popping. With that being said, the block is hot for me. It's this new TV show I've been watching. The show is called For Life. It's a TV. It's it's a TV inspired by the life of Isaac Wright Jr. Yeah. Starring Nicholas Pinnock. Pinnock. Hope I said his name right. Pinnock. And he's playing Aaron Wallace, who's become a lawyer for other inmates while fighting to overturn his own mm. life sentence for a crime he didn't commit. I'm watching it. You've seen all three episodes? Yes. What did you think of the show? This this show is phenomenal. It's fire. It's phenomenal. I didn't think I'd like it because I'm like, okay, no. I actually it's relate not comedy. To, I relate to this show personally. Um, I relate to it from yeah. a man perspective. That's First cool. off, him fighting the system. How many of us just would have took it? <laughs> I'm just going to do my time and majority, do whatever. The majority, majority. Right. So now y'all putting this out there for us to be like, yo, if you get jammed up in something, it's your duty to fight. The majority, yeah. Now, the show opens up with him already doing nine. Yeah. So he's been in there. Right. And like I said, there's some people who just would have given up, committed suicide, or just, you know what I meant here, it right. is what it is. Um, maybe you can help me with this, but his wife... Is now dating a friend of the family right. or old friend. Right, right. Right. So the so the wife, 
you know, like I said, he's already doing nine years. Yeah. So she got to move on. Yeah. But in her mind, it's half and half. Like, she still believes that yeah. he might come home and on the other side she's like he, he probably gave her the okay because sometimes guys do that when they go to jail they're like I would. go ahead and live your life especially if you don't know the outcome if i'm doing life i'm t- listen move on because if you come to me tell me that you're not and you do that's worse that's that's the mentality yeah, of men true is if you're going to do this anyway me telling you to go ahead makes this easier for me there is a small percentage who would do the bit but life but we would tell them not to. Like, oh, fam, don't come. Yeah, yeah, Don't do this. No, that's no, that's real. Because we would rather, it's, it goes to that lie thing. Yeah. Like, we don't like to be lied to like women don't like to yeah. be lied to. So when it comes to that, yeah, just go out and do your thing. Right. And it's the jail. Everything gets back. That's true. That's crazy. Every, no, that's true. Every, I'm, I'm going to know. That's you understand true. what I'm saying? So don't think that it's not going to get back to me. So if I was in that position, especially doing life, I'm going to tell you to please go and enjoy your life. Yeah. And if I'm doing a little bit of time, I might say, but at the end of the day, listen, depends on who you're dealing with. And me being who I am, yeah. if it was a few years, I would still tell her to move on. No right. For me. right. But being the loyal creatures that women are, yeah. some would do it. Yeah. There some is would a do percentage. It. Yeah. That would. And his daughter, you saw all three, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So his daughter becomes pregnant. Yeah. He finds out in the slammer. Now, what got to me, one of, one of the things that got to me was when the boyfriend went to visit oh, yeah, the yeah. dad. And the dad was telling him, like, yo. And the, and the yeah. son, the son, the kid seemed a little shook. He was respecting the pops. He was. But at the end. <laughs> he was like, look, all right, that's the type of time you want? At the end. Say look no here, more. <laughs> he said, look here, pops. You ain't running shit no more. Right. <laughs> and you got to take that. He was like, look, I'm, I'm her man. Ooh. Okay. And for the for the benefit of her, she ain't coming to see you no more, pops. I mean, she carrying his seed, so That's a I fact. respect him. Honestly, but I respect him. You got to if he's going to if he's going to if he's going to yes if, if he's going <laughs> don't be don't be coming at my dad, fam. Don't be disrespecting me if you gonna bring over my daughter next week. Don't be week. coming at my dad like that because look, he could do he could make moves while he injures it. So fact. don't be trying to take over. That's Unless you really going to take over. Because you saw how shook he was. <laughs> he was. He, he was very was timid. Afraid. He was very timid. You wait till you get 100 miles away to talk <laughs> filthy to me. I don't know how I would have handled that. Yo. Now, Aaron handled it classic. I would say, come back and see me. Yeah, you know what? Let's Why you tell me this to my face? Yeah. And you I know need what? to see you and your Helen need to look I'm in your eyes. come back up here and talk to me that way? That probably would have been me. <laughs> yo. Like, yo, come talk to me like that face to face as a man. Yeah. But he handled it. And I'm sitting there watching it like, yo, yeah. this is crazy. Yeah. I relate to that show so much, man. Me not, too. not that I'm, it, it's just when, when, a, when a black man stands up and he can mm. talk right, mm. He talks proper. He's mm-hmm. smart. He's intelligent. Yeah. Stuff that they kept us from, from television. Yeah. We didn't get to see that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think it's great that they're actually showing that side because it's so many times we see, you know, our black men. Um, wear wear and, wigs and be com- comedians. Yeah. Or, or, or showing the, the, the bad side of things, you know. You know, he was on the corner for years selling, you know what I'm saying? Or they yeah. become drug addicts. Like, they show all, like, the bad, or, now, you know. that's a part of our history. That's our is, life. But but they show that more right. than, you know, something like this. Balance. Yeah. Show that. So, I like, think we're moving into that. We are. We're moving into that. Show thing. us the wire, but then show us this. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? It's like, show us the right. balance. So, yeah, that's me, man. For Life is on NBC, I think. 
it comes on t- um, Tuesday nights at 10 p.m. Yeah, I, I watch it the next day. I can't. Yeah, because I, I have it recorded. I, I have like about five late. shows I watch every week and they're all recorded. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I, I can't stay up there late. Hopefully, my recording is a part of the ratings. I don't know if they just rate it for who watches it then. I don't know how the rating game oh. works, but I want that show to stay number probably, one. I think it's probably how many views it's getting on TV. So, yeah, so probably by watching. So, shout out to the producer, Curtis 50 Cent Jackson. Everything he touches turns to gold. I love that show. So, what's hot for you? Um, I'm going to just go back to the finance thing because that's just where I am right now. Talk about it. But um, if you are trying to... Uh, get more, you know, financial, <clears throat> financially literate, uh, I would start off with Dave Ramsey. I'm a big Dave Ramsey fan. Um, and I know a lot, a lot of people will, you know, disagree with his methods, but I think the only person, the only group of people that would disagree with his methods are people who don't want to do the work, mm-hmm. who want to do whatever they want to do. They don't want to have discipline or, you know, draw back on certain things. So I feel like, Right now, Dave Ramsey's hot for me <laughs> uh-huh, because he is teaching me so much um, about, you know, finances. And it's people that go to school. They get degrees in finance and still don't know these type of things because mm. it's not because the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway that I learned from him was math isn't the problem. Behavior is. Mm. And when you come to know that most of these companies uh, study your behavior more than you do. Yeah, that's when it's going to click. Yeah. Like when you, when you are like, look, I make this much money. Ain't no way I'm living paycheck to paycheck. Or you know, you're making a certain amount of money. You just, you just feel like you, you can't save, or you wouldn't even have money to invest. Like you were saying earlier, you know, you, you can't be, you can't max your four hundred one k right now in the percentage. Like no, because yeah. I need to make sure that I'm good at home. Right. So. There are ways, but um, it's, it takes a lot of discipline um, and knowledge. Like, you got to read. Or even if you don't like reading, go to YouTube, search Dave Ramsey. I'm telling you, if you're a person that is um, addicted to growth and addicted to learning and um, just want to do better and win with money, I, my slogan for 2020 is win with money in 2020. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to do that in 2020, then search up Dave Ramsey. Um, honestly, when you watch him, you'll he'll link you to other people, their books, their YouTube um, and other resources for you to understand how finances like they have so many books out there. I'm telling you, it, it, <laughs> I, I'm like on a hunger for this stuff because I do believe that I could become wealthy. I'm going to just speak yeah, it out right now. Too. Cause when you speak it, it comes into existence. Like you just got to keep speaking it. I am going to be wealthy um, enough for me to be a generous giver. I ain't going to be like, oh, I got to check, you know, I got to check my paycheck or, yeah. you know, I got to, I got to save up, you know, this and that. Like when people come to me, I'm going to be able to help them mm-hmm. with wisdom, but I'm going to be able to help them without, um, you know, it being a burden on me. Fire. Yeah. We've yep. talked about this throughout the episode. So I kind of think I know what you're going to pick, <laughs> but let's get into the pick your poison slash. <laughs> would you rather? <laughs> Would you rather lose your ability to speak or lose your ability to read? Mm-hmm. Now, we've been talking about reading yeah. this entire episode in a sense. And I just came up with this before. Like, so don't think that. Right. This, yeah, I would have went for something different. Had <laughs> right. I known we was really going to get into our reading bag. You but know. with that being said, I'm definitely would. I would rather definitely lose my ability to speak. 
Besides podcasting, I don't really talk anyway. Yeah. I don't want to talk to none of you. Yeah. I be in my own little world, in my own little zone. I'm a Gemini, so a lot of the stuff that I do is in my head. Yeah. Like I live a like I live a great life in my head. Yeah. It's just, you know, and I in talking to people, I know that I'm not the easiest person to talk to. I know that I don't look like the easiest person to talk to. Talking has actually got me into trouble because of just how <laughs> just how the person I am. Like you see the podcast me when yeah. the podcast comes off. To some people, I look unapproachable. And to, and I can see that. I get it all the time. You're in the gym, you know. <laughs> but you see what I was saying about 10 minutes before? It's just like, I might look like somebody. Okay, he's in the gym. Yeah. He's like, he might. Right. I, you become so good that you're unapproachable. In a sense, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yo, I don't. Why talk to him? He, That's a good thing, I'm, though. Sometimes, no, but, it's a good thing because quantity does not equal that's quality. A fact. So that's you a fact. are going to attract the you know the right one. That's a fact. You just gotta be patient. You you gonna run into her. You that's gonna find fact. her. You gonna that's find her. I need to start looking. That's what that's what I need to do. For first first and foremost, I'm just saying, don't miss your blessing because you think don't miss it that I'm a a, a knucklehead, but. <laughs> reading has listen the first book that got me on my financial freedom was thinking grow rich mm. when i read that i said oh ain't no turning back that's now. yep so with that one. being said reading and i keep reading and i keep reading i'm not going back and i would rather read point in my point in the direction of my employees or what to do type yeah. right i don't have to talk to nobody i'll show you how to do this still my own way but yeah, I'm definitely going with. I would definitely rather lose my ability to speak. Y'all don't care what I got to say anyway. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the ability to read too, only because, um, like you said, you can teach in other ways. Um, when I was talking about gifts earlier, you know, if someone, you know, if their gift was to play ball well, right? They could have never spoke to you, mm-hmm. but if if that is something that made an impact on your life just by what they did. Like that, that speaks volumes. You know what I'm saying? So you don't necessarily have to speak um, to, to, to make an impact, a great impact on others. So I would say read too, because like I said, there's other ways to, to sharing that information and um, being an impact on others. So I'm going to say read too. Like I said, that's a good book. I'm glad you said that. Like that's really a good, really, Think and Grow Rich. I might need really to go good. back to that. My my first finance book was um, the Total Money Makeover, mm-hmm. and um, it, it's a it's beautifully put together. Honestly, yeah. Um, yeah. please yeah. read. Yeah, please take the time out. I feel like a lot of people think that they don't have uh, the opportunity to read. They like I'm too busy, mm-hmm. but it's certain things that you're probably doing that you can you know schedule that time to read honestly like scrolling on social media or here's binge watching shows here's the thing at nighttime instead of watching porn read a book number two <laughs> it's like i know that's what they do i know that's what you do instead of sleep yeah right <laughs> what they always say i sleep better how many how many people have you asked when they watch porn and they say before bed it helps them sleep no. i know also if you can't turn the porn off Read well, not read, but put on audiobooks. YouTube oh, is good yeah. for that, and um, they got audio readers on your phones and laptops. So, if you're busy, like if you're driving, mm-hmm. or if you're doing anything, yeah, put on the audio version of it, and you'll still get the same knowledge that it is from reading. Yeah, my friends that are uh, busybodies, they they do audiobooks. I really can't do audiobooks only because um, 
I like like I can do an audio book if it came with the read along too. I ha- like I can do audio and you know having a physical book, or I could just do physical book. I can't do audio alone only because I just like once I hear something, I want to like highlight it or mm-hmm. just like write notes down on the side. Like I'm one of those type people. I'm not one of the people like, oh, I heard it. I'm gonna just keep it in my mind. Like it's, you know, that's probably gonna leave my mind. Like I'm, you know, I can do it by hearing and by visual too. So, um, but I'm a homebody, so I got time to read. Okay, mm-hmm. and my job is not that. I mean, I work for the state, but what I do, I'm not constantly doing work. So I have time. Don't to say work. that too loud. Come on, you. <laughs> it is like she no, needs more work. work. <laughs> Give her oh, no. more work. Look, in the agency that I work in. I, I think everybody can say the same thing. Okay. So it's, 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 we get the work done, but um, there's not like, you're not like super, 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 super busy where you can't even breathe, you know. So last segment of the day. Once again, if you're a fan of the 700 Block Podcast, you know how it gets down. We got to kick somebody off the block before <laughs> we get out of here. So I'm going to let you go first since I went first to last one. Who are you kicking off the block? Mm. Dang, I got one, but like I don't want to offend nobody. <laughs> Is it local? Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. Man. I honestly didn't have one until yesterday. Okay. <laughs> but um, no offense. Disclaimer: I don't know these people, but it was a video going around um, on social media yesterday, and I believe Friday, or maybe it was yesterday, of this couple who was um, involved in a domestic violence. Oh, I, I saw it and kept scrolling. Yeah, in a domestic violence uh, situation. And supposedly, you know, he was upset about people being, his, being in his home or in their home that wasn't supposed to be there. And um, th- it got physical. You know, he got stabbed in the forehead. And I, I don't know if he hit her in her jaw, but something happened to her jaw. I don't know the situation, yeah. but I in no way condone in uh, domestic violence, whether it's, you know, woman on man, man on woman, or anybody. I, I just do not condone in that. So that I'm click, kicking that off the block because yeah. that, that's just, you know, that's toxic. And, you know, we don't have time for that. Yeah, why? Who? Rec- I saw something he that recorded kept scrolling. It. He recorded it. Yeah. He recorded it and he said world star. So I'm, uh, yeah, so get, I don't. Get them off the block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we, don't, I, yeah. we don't need your company here. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Me personally, I'm a go, man. Listen, who I'm kicking off the block I'm kicking, first off, the entire Democratic Party. Mm. But I'm also going to, I'm especially kicking off Tom Steyer, I think that's his name. Uh, why are you kicking off the, why are you kicking off the Democratic Party? They look like a bunch of, like, I turned their, sh- I turned on the debate one yeah. time. Yeah. Not one time, but the last one that they had. Yeah. And the part that I came on, they were talking about African Americans and what they can do for them. And it just looked oh. so phony like it's it just like they were saying we get to the point now we know that what they're saying on stage is not going to play right into their role. right so when i turned it on and everything which is about what they're going to do for african-americans and how how they've been fighting for african-americans and how many african-american friends they got i'm just watching i was just like <sighs> i don't like when people say that that's why i'm kicking them not all off like like your friendships do not what that don't give you no stay they and it's kind of like we're not looking good. We're not. If you're a Democrat, you got to admit they're not looking good up there as a unit. And then they're they're kind of laying it up for 45. Mm-hmm. They're kind of le- like the dysfunction. Yeah. yeah. Like they got Bloomberg up there. 
somebody who's been accused of more sexual assaults than Donald Trump, mm-hmm. somebody who has literally locked black people up in New York, mm-hmm. literally, literally, mm-hmm. and he gets on there and says what he's been doing for African-Americans, how, yeah, stop and frisk was wrong, but when he realized how wrong it was, he immediately stopped it. No, you didn't. It, that's crazy. And I don't feel like you have to play the race card to win. Don't talk about us at all. Yeah. I know the questions was asked to them, but boy, just what are you going to do for the American? Like, talk, be realistic now because I'm also kicking Tom Steyer off. I think that's his name. It's S T E Y E R because a video popped up Saturday morning of him dancing to Juvenile Back That Ass Up at a rally. Oh. Him and a bunch of, yeah, Juvenile was on stage. And it was him and his white friends dancing on stage, and the crowd was going bananas. I'm y'all gotta stop this. A few years ago, Hillary Clinton brought hot sauce to the Breakfast Club because that's what they think they they think that we want this. Yeah. So that's why I'm kicking the Democratic Party off the block. I'm going to dance to Juvenile back that ass up. You all look stupid. Was it on the uh, anniversary of that song? <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. Were, you know they were saying that Black History in, on this day in Black History. It was Month. February 29th I think it was yesterday I seen it. So it was the last day of Black History. So I and Come I on. do remember that. What's the worst though? I feel like that's even worse. <laughs> I could keep going with this thing. I could keep going with the Democratic oh. Party on how they, on how they're just embarrassing themselves, trying to panther like they're lying to our faces. Like we know how it works yeah. now. We know how it works. Like play your cards for the people in general, especially especially right. Those candidates can get up there and tell me what they're going to do personally because mm-hmm. there's a whole Senate in the House that they got to run everything yeah. through. So you can always say, hey, I'm going to do this for the poor. Right. I'm going to do this for the middle class. No, you're not. It right. has to go through so many channels right. to do it. So for them people to stand up there and always tell you what they want to do, like like Warren, uh, one of the candidates was up there and yeah. one of their things is to give you know black people the money that, you know, 40 acres in a mule. Oh yeah, I'd like yeah. to see it. Like to see that happen. Um, one of the candidates who's no longer running was I'm gonna just give people an extra thousand dollars a month. Yeah, like to see that happen. You know, so there's just like there's. It's, I mean, if that could happen, we'd be out of debt right now. America would be out of debt. There's right a way now. that we can do all of this. It's just not going to happen. You know, that's, that's true. That's not what. That's not why and how America. Would right, go. right. It's not American <laughs> to to give us right to put us on top. You all yeah. really want that? Stop it. There's a reason why we never got our 40 acres in the mule. We can go get it. We just got to go get it ourselves. We can't yeah. wait for it. Like yeah. So we've been talking about financial freedom and reading. Right. If we just read and go after what we want yeah. instead of waiting for the Democratic right. Party to come save us from 45, right. and you're going to put an extra $1,000 in our bank accounts every month? Right. Sounds good. It, do, it sounds good. But for trying to back that ass up and make it so bad, he just dropped out. He did all of that dumb stuff on stage, and then he drops out the presidential uh, race. Good night. Woo! Good night. Now you see why I'm kicking. You asked me why I'm kicking the Democratic Party off. Two boots. Yeah, get, <laughs> get them out of here. I think she, uh, she's kicking them off too. Yeah. So let's wrap it up. Let's wrap. Could it you believe up. that that was sixty minutes? We've been talking for sixty-two minutes. Went fast, right? It did go fast. Went fast. How was it? I know it's a, a little. Time. I know it's a little different. This is actually the first um, episode of the series. The reboot. Yeah. I used to do this a few years ago. So, you know, I'm going to work on my intro. <laughs> but overall, I think the show went very good. I did, too. I did, too. Like I said, this, 
I actually was my first podcast I ever did was Podcast Brother. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just coming full circle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. Know? After a year, you know, got yourself right. into some more things. Right. And then, of course, it was only right you came back to tell us. That's facts. The new stuff. So when you get into something else, I'm going to hit you, like, hit me up. Be like, yo, I right. got something going on, man. Can I come through? Yeah. Right. Next time I will bring you, you know, some more pastry. Thank you. <laughs> Because I was like, you know, last time I had right. some cakes. She bringing some cakes. Yeah, I think I gave y'all uh, like strawberry shortcake. They had good, a whole though. strawberry on top. They yeah. were good. But I'm, I'm, I'm glad you didn't. I'm trying to get into shape. I'm going to I Vegas. I do. You motivation. Thank you. Thank you. I was just like, look, I got to get to the gym. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I might go to the gym after this. I'm Check trying. I'm going to Vegas in April. Trying to be out there with no shirt. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, flexing, flexing. I could probably do that now, but you know, I'm my biggest critic. I'll be looking at myself like, ah, you got work to do, buddy. That could be a good thing and a bad thing because at least you'll still, you know, it motivates you to keep going instead right. of you saying like being content. Like, because I get oh, compliments yeah. from everybody, but yeah. I'll be like, ah, this ain't good enough, man. I yeah, I heard what he going. said earlier. Don't don't miss your blessing, lady. That's a f- <laughs> <laughs> don't miss your blessing. So, man, this was the seven. This was the podcast. Brothers presents the seven hundred block. Seven hundred. Please let them know where they can follow you one more time. Uh, your YouTube channel. I'm gonna have all yeah. the things in the um, sh- show notes anyway. But let them know where they can find you. Yeah, so um, I'm Naja Tier. You can find me on Facebook as Naja Tier N A J A T I E R A, and on YouTube you can search Slim zero one zero three. Instagram O O O L A L A underscore N A J Ulala Naj. And on, and you can also find my pastry business page on Instagram, um, P I U underscore pastries, and on Facebook, Pipe It Up Pastries. Chill. And just like that, we're out. Peace out. Peace.